Good morning, everyone. This is your Pop Alarm for Thursday, September 16th, presented by Betches Media. I'm Dylan Hafer. HBO's new documentary about Alanis Morissette premiered at the Toronto International Film Festival this week, ahead of its scheduled November release. But the movie's debut was overshadowed by harsh criticism from its subject. The documentary, which marks the 25th anniversary of the Jagged Little Pill album, was made with Morissette's participation. And in the film, she reveals that she was sexually assaulted by multiple older men when she was just 15 years old. The film is the first time she's ever spoken publicly about these experiences, but she's saying she's unhappy with how the narrative was constructed in the final film. In a statement released ahead of the film's premiere, Alanis Morissette wrote that during her interviews for the documentary, she, quote, was lulled into a false sense of security, and their salacious agenda became apparent immediately upon my seeing the first cut of the film. This is when I knew our visions were in fact painfully diverged. This was not the story I agreed to tell. She accused the filmmakers of including, quote, implications and facts that are simply not true, and said the documentary is a reductive take on an extremely complex story. Prior to this statement, the documentary's director, Allison Clayman, had alluded to some tension between Morissette and the documentary team in an interview with Deadline, but Alanis' statement made things extremely clear. It's unfortunate that the documentary now has this cloud hanging over it because Alanis Morissette is a fascinating personality whose story really deserves to be told, however she wants to do so. Thus far, HBO has not responded to her statement, but this might not be the HBO Max hit they were hoping for. Oh well, there's always Gossip Girl. Speaking of pieces of content that haven't gone over well, CBS's new competition show, The Activist, was raked over the coals when it was first announced last week, with many comparing it to the plot of a Black Mirror episode. According to the initial announcement, the show, set to premiere next month, will feature six activists representing different causes, competing head-to-head in challenges to promote their causes, with their success measured via online engagement, social metrics, and hosts' input. The hosts in question are Usher, Priyanka Chopra, and Julianne Huff, and Huff addressed the criticism of the show in a lengthy statement on Instagram this week. She called the response, quote, a powerful demonstration of real-time activism, and said that she is, quote, deeply listening with an open heart and mind. Deeply listening is a new concept for me, but I have to imagine it's similar to listening and learning. She listed several common grievances people have had with the show, validating them and agreeing that she is not qualified to serve as a judge of activism. But despite that acknowledgement, the statement doesn't really come across as an apology, and there is certainly no action attached to it. She's not stepping down, or donating her salary, or doing anything else in the meantime to lessen the cringe factor of the show. Instead, she passes the buck to the powers that be, whoever that is, saying she's confident they'll do the right thing moving forward. You know, I don't feel that confident. Obviously, Julianne Huff isn't like the president of CBS or anything, but I'm sort of in awe of her publishing a 1,000-word Instagram statement without one actual suggestion or idea of how to fix this situation. I guess she didn't pay to unlock that level of the crisis PR package. And Time Magazine unveiled their list of the 100 most influential people for 2021, with the annual issue's cover stars being Meghan and Harry, Billie Eilish, Simone Biles, Kate Winslet, poet Kathy Park Hong, tech entrepreneur Jensen Wong, and Ngozi Okonjo-Iweala, who is the first African woman to lead the World Trade Organization. 
The full list is your typical mix of celebrities and more behind-the-scenes changemakers, but my favorite part is always seeing who writes the blurbs about honorees. Some of this year's best pairings are Miley Cyrus writing about her godmother Dolly Parton, Nastia Lukin calling Suni Lee an unstoppable force, Julie Andrews saying that she's proud to call Shonda Rhimes her boss, Bernie Sanders begrudgingly complimenting Joe Biden, and Tessa Thompson gushing about, quote, one of the internet's boyfriends, Stephen Yun. I'm sure the other 95 are great too, but sadly, I hit my free article limit for the month, so I would not know. For more Pop Alarm, be sure to rate, review, and follow the show wherever you listen. And you can follow me on Instagram at Dylan Hafer for more entertainment stories. Until tomorrow, I'm Dylan Hafer, and now you're pop culture. Betches.